0: I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fun Hello and welcome to the Lost Boys podcast. We're very separate way, You have me, Jacob Stolworthy.
1: And me, Jack Shepard.
0: We are here because we have watched Lost Season 4, Episode 9. The Shape of Things to Come which is the episode where Ben summons Smokey, which, you know, it's all I've got because life revolves around that moment for me. I don't know if you realised that when we watched (laughs) it together, Jack, but Ben and the Smoke Monster, best TV moment ever, maybe. Uh, I love this episode. I can't even like, I can't eke out any tension involving that, but Jack, I want to know, and I do know because I watched it with you.
1: (laughs) Did you like this episode? I did. Very much like this episode. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was really fun. I loved the, you know, the beginning with Ben just being thrown into the middle of nowhere. Mm. Uh, but first, I think before we go into this, Jake, <laughs> we should give a little disclaimer uh, yeah. of, uh, of where, <laughs> where we are. Yeah,
0: I, I, I kind of, because like, I don't know if people want to kind of like hold on to normalcy in this ever-changing landscape that we're living in. Uh, but since we last released an episode, the world has changed quite a bit.
1: Yeah, well we we watched the lot. We watched this episode together during you know normality.
0: We watched it two first. weeks ago, um, just over two weeks ago. Uh, that was it was all on the cusp of downfall. <laughs> yeah, and then we weren't allowed to see each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, yeah, let's actually talk about that. So basically, um, we watched the episode together, and then we went out, and then two days later, I got really unwell, and. Um, this was like before everyone had coronavirus, but it was like when people probably had coronavirus. And it either, I had it before it was cool. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I had it when it was almost attention seeking to say you had it because you probably didn't. And then a week later, it was like, oh no, you probably did have that. Um, so, and then, and then it was like, and then stay in for 14 days. It was like, well, now do I stay in for seven days or 40? I don't really know what's going on. But um, I got struck down, I did my girlfriend. Um, by what may have been coronavirus but we don't know because we're not rich and we're not famous <laughs> I called up and I said I'm a lost boy you're not going to test a lost boy and they were like no, I'm joking I didn't but yeah so so someone wrote on Twitter the other day Jack when you put on a, uh, a thing saying we've, the, the sickness has got us with, with the quarantine door standard um, someone wrote any excuse and I was like actually it was pretty pretty bad <laughs> actually I think I might have had this bloody thing Um yeah you're all right, yeah. Jack? How are you from isolation? I'm fine. I, you know,
1: so because uh, I was away last weekend mm. in uh, in Lyme Regis, <laughs> which
0: is in the middle of nowhere in Britain. It's basically, um, you know where Ben wakes up in does it? It's the equivalent <laughs> of that in England. So if it was in England, he would have woken up in Lyme Regis.
1: Yeah, it was lovely. and And no one was affected by it. Like people were talking about it, but no one was really... Like, you know, no one was staying in, let's put it that way. Mm. (laughs) And so then getting back and then everyone you know, it was like my working from home, doing all that. And so yeah, it's been a weird week, kind of stuck in. But then you know, we worked out how to record Lost Boys from afar.
0: We've got no excuse now. That guy is right who said that. However, my only qualm here is we have got some really good stuff coming up. And the thought of not being able to watch it with you or even on that big screen that we watch it in at work yeah. where I we're now no longer um, allowed to access, which, you know, is in some respects a dream, but also really annoying. Uh,
1: I'm just, i it got some qualms.
0: Over. I mean, I'm sure it will blow over, but, but I'm not sure uh, for how long. So for, for people yeah. who, I mean... Uh, I'm assuming not everywhere in America is in lockdown or, or or have has their bars shut and everything, right? Or is everywhere like that? In America? No,
1: I, I think I think at the moment, like California is, and, and New York, right? And New York, but m- the vast majority of America, I think, still so still rolling. Should we, should we
0: explain what what's happening for those who might be in I don't know, just like Indiana, and they can just still like go to the pub.
1: Yeah, we can't go to the pub is basically As obviously we can't. And
0: it's really annoying because it's my birthday week. And I've had to cancel I've had to cancel everything. Not birthday day people, birthday week. Stolefest. And not only that, you were gonna be a Stolefest, mate, are you telling me you're sad that Stolefest... you're not sad Stolefest has uh been cancelled or postponed?
1: I I I am gutted. I think we should do a virtual Stolefest. I was
0: thinking about doing something like this, but then I thought <laughs> it's horrendously sad and it's probably gonna make me quite um depressed
1: no you should 100% do it i think yeah. like get everyone to go on like a google hangout and just have
0: a beer it's be so <laughs> funny <laughs> it's such a mad 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 world we're living in but we've got to stop this thing we've got to beat this thing you know we
1: will and we've got to get into this episode of lost
0: we do the of things to come the presciently titled the shape of things to come um the shape of how the lost boys is going to go ahead all right i know <laughs> and then in a few weeks time it's cabin fever which i'm sure will be apt for then and then and then the week after that is there's no place like home so (laughs) we put the sound to it the other day i had it what happened
1: my table just broke oh my
0: god (laughs) (laughs) see what happens when we're not together furniture erodes (laughs) um so hats off to drew Goddard and brian k vaughan for writing what i think is probably one of the greatest last episodes of all time it's it was
1: it was a great, great one thriller
0: a thriller Goddard himself actually called the episode "maybe my favourite thing I've done Lost." Oh, hello. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not it's not the craziest of shouts, is it?
1: No, I have really enjoyed this episode.
0: Also, Drew Goddard and Brian K. Vaughn, like Drew Goddard, obviously we know, writer director does some really has done some really interesting films, and Brian K. Vaughan is the guy who wrote "Why the Last Man," that graphic novel that's being made into a TV show, which sounds oh, yeah. great. That I've not actually uh, read, but I really want to. Um, So if you, say if you want to get to me, the last mom, man boys. I was going to say you can get it for me for my birthday if you want, uh. but time is ticking, mate. <laughs> uh, this episode is also. How do I
1: even get it to you?
0: Oh yeah, Amazon isn't even delivering now, is it?
1: No, uh, Maybe I'd have to like get a drone to get it to you or something.
0: I still got uh, flowers to my mum this weekend. No, did you get flowers to your mum? Um. Nope. It's Mother's Day in England this week. Everyone. Well, it, ha- it was a few days ago when you listen to this, but I got flowers to my mum. In fact, she texted me 10 minutes ago and said, thank you for flowers. And I was like, oh shit. I sent them, day early. I sent, day early. I, said, I, I was like, shit, I sent them the wrong day and then I looked it up and they said, no, we're actually, she's getting them all out now because we're not sure if we're going to be able to do it tomorrow because of the Corona. Great. So it just makes <laughs> me look like a really eager to please son. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. My
1: mum's just going to be sad though.
0: Oh no, Jackie. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Jackie. It's also quite possibly my favourite Michael Emerson performance This one.
1: Yeah, he's, to, he's very good at it. I'll
0: say to date, because he's got some great stuff coming up. But he actually was nominated for Best Supporting Actor at the Emmys for this episode. Oh, wow. He lost. To who? To Zeljko Ivanek, that kind of, that instantly recognisable actor who plays villains in a lot of things. But he was in Damages, a TV show, Glenn Close, and he won. Never seen it. Do you know what? It's making me want to watch it purely because how can he beat Michael Emerson? He must be pretty fucking <laughs> special. Anyway, the title of this episode is derived from the H.G. Well novels of the same name, and one of the key locations in it is, uh, the desert Iraq. Iraq, yeah, uh, that's the one. And we know he goes there in this episode, Ben. Before we cut, uh, we we delve into the flash forwards. Um, yes, because in the flash forwards, we'd see a Ben who is like very affected by the events of the island. So let's talk about the events of the yeah. island uh but primarily the barracks uh which is the heart of all the doozy stuff that goes on in this episode um oh, yeah the invasion. the invasion um did you expect this invasion i mean i know after the rousseau stuff last week and then alex is giving up that she's Ben's daughter you expect something but did you expect it to be this action packed
1: i don't think this is quite action packed i think you know we spoke about it last week being uh potentially Kimi and his boys Mm -hmm. um so it wasn't it wasn't wholly unexpected but I think that you know the degree to which Kimi is a complete bastard Mm. uh was quite shocking
0: (laughs) very shocking yeah probably lost at its most brutal actually um that the moment that I'm sure you're referring to yeah I I yeah, so so okay, let's let's start from the top. What I like about this is it starts with some kind of like foreshadowing, but like we're all gonna die, blah, blah, blah. blah. And you were like, oh, they're playing a board game, aren't they? <laughs> I was like, oh, Jack, come on. <laughs> I knew it. I told you. You're very good, mate. You're very good. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're playing Risk, aren't they? Um, which uh, you're banging about, game. Maybe we could do some virtual risking over the next few weeks. Is that possible? I would po- be is so possible? down for that. I've never played it, so. I think so.
1: Oh, I think there's like an app you can like a, ver-
0: Yeah, we should do it, version. Yeah. We should do that definitely. Up for that. Um, and there's a bit where uh, soy, uh, where Hurley says, soy, "Australia is the key to the whole game," and you you were you had views on that.
1: Well, it's not like that's a that's a false thing. Lots of people think Australia key to the game, but then you just get cornered. As I'm sure fellow risk players out there will know, you just get cornered, and then you just get battered because they end up taking like America or. Uh, Europe or somewhere like that, which uh, I think North America. Oh no, South America is a good one to get. Asia's pretty. No, Asia's too big, so that's fool's gold. That is. Uh, this, ain't,
0: this ain't the risk boys. <laughs> we gotta stop this. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it's funny because Australia is, is where it all started last, really, isn't it? is um, not yeah
1: someone someone asked on uh, Twitter? Yeah, and I think it's quite a quite a good question because I I don't have an answer. Mm. They went, how does Kate? Get to Australia in the first place, if the Marshals after her, because surely hmm. she would have. Well, like, how did she not get found out getting to Australia?
0: That's a good question. It's for the prequel, Kate prequel.
1: What do we do? We have an answer.
0: <laughs> that's a no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there is an answer. I don't think, but we can just uh, assume she's born to run, so she found her way there.
1: Yeah, I like that answer. That's, that would have been my answer so far. Because they were like, her excuse for not going to like Cuba is because she doesn't want to get a plane to get caught by the marshal. Yeah. And then obviously she somehow ends up in Australia, in Australia anyway.
0: Talking of Kate being born to run, I did have to have a little chuckle uh, after a tut tut this week when Evangeline Lilly uh, on Twitter or on Instagram said she was refusing to self-isolate. And it made me think it's because... She, Kate's born to run can't pin her down in one place <laughs> blah 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 and then literally an hour later Daniel they Kim said he had coronavirus oh, <laughs> which I'm not cool. laughing at him having coronavirus because like as someone who's had it it's like it's like totally fine but um, but it was like yeah come on man
1: the Daniel Day Kim video of him saying he has coronavirus is amazing as well. Because he mm. currently looks at the camera, he just goes, sorry if I don't look so good. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, you look amazing. You've got
0: <laughs> the most chiseled jawline on earth, you yeah, exactly. very attractive man. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I um, uh, The amount of text I got saying, Jin... And I was like, guys, guys, he's fine. Uh, the Australia is the key to the whole game line as well. No spoilers, but it really reminds me of um, Damon's next show, The Leftovers, because oh, yeah. there's a lot of Australia references peppered through that.
1: Another thing I'm enjoying about Twitter is the amount of people who've said they've finally had time to watch The Leftovers <laughs> yeah. and they're enjoying it. Because yeah. now is the fucking perfect time to watch that show. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah.
0: So, so good. So, so good. Even Jay Smith Cameron, who plays Jerry in Succession, is getting on uh, with Leftovers right now. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Hero. Absolute hero. Love Jerry. Um, <laughs> shit hits the fan quickly, doesn't it, this episode? What's code 14J? Where did you hear that?
1: The phone rang. I picked it up. A voice kept repeating code 14J. We need to get to the other house. It's easier to fortify and we'll have better position on the tree lines. What are you talking about? They're here. It does, very quickly. I think
0: what I what's great about this episode is you're actually seeing what the season has essentially been building to and you kind of expect it maybe to happen in the finale or, or, or around the finale, um, but it's like episode nine and the pace just goes off the charts and it's genuinely quite thrilling to behold.
1: Yeah, there's a there's just so much going on. I mean, going through it beat by beat. Yeah, I think my favorite bit, just to skip ahead a little bit, is mm. when the invasion's going on, and then Ben looks at. I think he gets out like a shotgun or something, doesn't he? And he looks at Sawyer, and he just and then Sawyer's just like, "Fuck, he's going to shoot us!" And then he actually gives it to Sawyer, and it's just like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this is like major A. It's a major major threat." But saw the look on Sawyer's face when he's just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> he, he,
0: he could he's like if ben's You're gonna, gonna give me that shotgun then these yeah. people must be dangerous yeah i also <laughs> just love that scene where ben is playing the piano in his house which is the same piano that jack was playing at when kate arrived at the barracks last season yeah and he turns around and he's just like got this little sheepish smile on his face um but yeah obviously the phone rings because uh, alex uh tripped the code which you know i'm going to throw it out there it is a number watch but we're just going to save number watch to the end today i think because we always do it, it early
1: yeah yeah I, did, I think i noticed that one i think
0: you day. actually might have as well yeah you're very number sensitive these days it's very good <laughs> <laughs> <Number
1: sensitive>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the um, other bit i notice you like and it's a bit i really love when i first watch and each time is how sawyer's like get inside to like each of the background characters and one gets taken out, then another gets taken out, then another gets taken out. It's just like, whoa, they're really kind of like having cleanup here, aren't they? <laughs> really? yeah, they are. yeah.
1: there gotta be no background characters left. There are only like 48 of them in the first place. I know d- and now they've it's dwindling, dwindling, mate. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, have... we could probably... go So I'd love to count. I'd love to count how many have gone now and just see, I mean, because you know, you've had like, you yeah, know, even like dogs are asked, uh, Pablo and Nicky, like you know, uh, Scott,
0: Steve, Scott are they Steve. still going? Yeah. One of
1: them's definitely dead. So
0: you and know, you've got Froger a guy who was mentioned um, as well, who I we see in the in the Mobisodes. Uh, so he's around. Um, one of these um, characters who got killed here was actually one of the show's longest-standing characters. He was actually in the pilot episode, uh, so he was played by a guy called Sean Douglas Hoban, and his character's <laughs> name was Doug.
1: Oh, Doug. R.I.P.
0: And another one was called Jerome. So Doug and Jerome R-O-P. have gone. And also someone else who wasn't named. And of course, one of them was wearing <laughs> a red shirt, which is a Star Trek reference.
1: Yeah, I think it's Star Trek.
0: <coughs> Star Trek reference. Um, so Sawyer, obviously, we love Sawyer, but it's so lovely to see him caring for Claire and for Hurley and just, you know, looking out from. And here he really, really kind of has his moment where he's like braving the ricocheting gunfire to try and save Claire um, whose house gets bazookered and she lives yeah and what she say when he finds her
1: I can't remember Charlie Ch- that's it <laughs> Charlie um, Ch- Charlie
0: there's actually a scene of her hallucinating here that was actually cut from the final episode I think um, oh really yeah but think, what was in the hallucination I think it was Charlie or a figure, film a figure that was meant to be seen as Charlie. Uh, okay. Yeah. In fact, someone can Maybe clear that up. I'm not... Dom. Dominic. Um, it genuinely feels like everyone's in danger in this episode, and I really like that.
1: Yeah, I was... Uh, I think whenever they do a big explosion like that and it mm-hmm. hits a character, you know they're not dead because mm-hmm. it's just not m- enough of a moment. Um, unless Jean-Claire it... Died unless dead. it's Dr. Arst. And a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you couldn't see Claire go like that. I mean she's gonna die at some stage, I guess, because she we know she doesn't make it, but
0: So let's let's talk about let's while we're on the Claire subject, let's talk about her. So she um because obviously you know she doesn't make it off the iron. So at the end of the episode, she is with uh Sawyer and Miles and Aaron, and they go off and then Hurley, Ben and Locke go off to find the cabin um so now are you worried about what's going to happen with that contingency that group because right now with with a few episodes to go two episodes to go before the three part finale characters are getting into place right yeah so you you must be thinking how is this all going to blow over this is, how is this going to go down
1: well we've got we've got at least one survivor going off with lock and everyone
0: yes in Hurley. yes
1: and then yeah, we don't actually know what happens to Sawyer or Locke, do we?
0: You do not, uh, or, or, guess, or 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 Miles.
1: I mean, Miles is Miles is a dead end, isn't he? I reckon.
0: You reckon? I uh, I like Miles. I really like him. I think he's a good character. I um yeah. I I, don't know. I, I remember thinking when season four was happening it was just i was like so excited just to see how each character ended up where they'd end up and stuff like there's so much tension in like oh my god is this the last time this person's going to see this or whatever you know and it's yeah. it's really intriguing there's some surprises man it's some surprises which i'm going to see you watch via the meet, uh, laptop because of coronavirus <laughs> really frustrating in the house ha- the scenes in the house when they're like barricading it up um yes and then Miles comes in, he's got a walkie-talkie and says, he wants to talk to you. And then he has Alex, uh, you know, at gunpoint. Some of my favourite scenes the show has ever produced mm. or will ever produce because it's not on anymore. Um, but how well acted and well written and well played out at these moments?
1: Yeah, I think that the, 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 when, it, when it, you know, when it happens, when it, well, th- obviously there's the big discussion between Kimi and Ben over the over the radio, and it's like you know both of them trying to call each other's bluff or work out you know how to get each other, and it is just like so tense. And then fuck, like Ben really just fucks it, doesn't he? It? He
0: he he. It's the first time Ben you've seen him like kind of lose control totally, and. And not only that, but it's the worst thing that could have possibly happened. He really does fuck it, and he he just refuses to leave the house. And he he has this feeling in his head that you know he he says the minute that Alex gets executed, he changed the rules. Obviously, referring to Charles Widmore, uh, we later learn. But you're like, what rules? What rules are this? But there's it's clearly something that's been kind of like set down. He was so sure Kimi wouldn't kill Alex, but he does. Like shoots at point blank. And it's yeah. that gunshot and the cut Jack Bender does just to her body mid fall. Like you don't actually see it, but you, it like goes and you see her and just like, as she falls, it's actually horrible. The way she's like calling out for her dad. And then the last thing she hears is, well, her, you know, her the guy who pretends to be a dad, but the, um, the last thing she hears is him saying, I never loved her. She's not, I don't care about her. She means nothing to me. She's just a, you know, she belongs to an insane woman. How horrible is that? Like, what a way to go. Yeah. But also, I guess, like,
1: thinking about, I know we don't know what the rules are. Yeah. But surely, because he just said, oh, she's not my daughter, she's someone else's. Mm. If the rule, if you know, because we later learn that he's going to go after Penny, right? mm so the rule it would seem that was broken was like, oh, don't kill someone they love. Yes. And so when he
0: literally said, I don't love her. Mm. So maybe that was the reason. Very good point. So he, he basically gives Kimi, Kimi would have done it. But then when he says she means nothing to me, he, he's thinking that's going to like be like, oh, well, if he means nothing to her, then we won't kill her. But in fact, Kimi's like, oh, boom, then I can kill her. Yeah, exactly. That's really interesting. And then even later on when he speaks to Whidmore, he says, you killed my daughter and he says, I didn't kill her, you did. Yeah. Which would corroborate that. Very good, good points you make there, Jack. Cheers, mate. There's a moment during all of this showdown where it feels like it's going to go to a break when Ben's up speaking to him from the window and Kimi's out there. Like, it just feels like in another show, they probably would have thrown one in there to break up the tension, but it doesn't. And the fact that it doesn't actually makes it even more stressful and more tense.
1: It, it's definitely the longest amount of like tension lost has done in quite a long time, you know, yeah. for, for just because it is a really long scene. And you just like, you know, you kind of want it to just cut away to like Jack on the
0: beach having a good time or
1: something, <laughs> you know. Well, is just...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get your point. No, it's, it's it's torturous to watch. It's genuinely fucking shocking. Tell your daddy goodbye. Dad, they're serious. They killed Carl and my mother. Alex,
1: I have this under control. Everything's gonna be okay.
0: Please, daddy. Just please, please. You have ten seconds, Ben. Okay, listen. Nine. She's not my daughter. Eight. I stole her as a baby from an insane woman. She's a pawn, nothing more. She means nothing to me.
1: <laughs> I'm not coming out of this house. So if you wanna kill her, go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah, Lost at its most brutal. I mean, Lost does get brutal again, um, but this is definitely up there as some of the most brutal scenes. I'm glad you uh, were affected by it like I was.
1: Yeah, it was shocking. And I think, you know, even thinking about where Ben's characters come from, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a one-time villain and he still is villainous in many ways, but at least like now he's kind of working with our team this just gives him some way. you
0: know absolutely and this this just provides so much it adds a level of uh, just just a layer i guess to his character to to a character that doesn't really get layers like that in other shows i guess because you like you yeah. say he is the villain and it is interesting to behold
1: but also for us to feel like so terrified even for him you're just like oh no not that mm. don't want him to be hurt that way I mean, obviously, Alex as well, you're kind of... But she's still slightly more minimal. It's just, it's just, yeah, the brutality of this, whatever game is being played by
0: Widmore and Ben. She is such, such a, like a, a... She's a tragic pawn. yeah, absolutely. This poor girl who's, you know, just caught up in it, not through choice. And now that, that's the Rousseau is gone, you know.
1: Yeah, that's, like, feels really quick <laughs> like yeah it is quick, it is quick. You know, it's in one episode we've lost three of them
0: i mean including well it, in including car. Main um yeah actually i think it's a good time to actually talk about how like these episodes like well, obviously the season was truncated because of the writer's strike as i mentioned in last uh the last episode uh but david lindelof actually has reflected upon it and said that he feels maybe the writer's strike um Turn the season into an even stronger season because he said, in his words, there was a shift from high-octane storytelling to super-high-octane storytelling, uh, which required no cramming and only a slightly heavier foot on the gas pedal, um, which I think this is this is proof of, really, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's funny that, you know, talking about the, the writer's strike, I was thinking about this the other day because what obviously what's happening in the world right now, you know, so many TV shows and movies being postponed. Like, this is going to be you know, this is going to have even bigger effects. You think, like, we're still talking about the writer's strike now. Like, people are going to be talking about the way coronavirus affected the industry for oh, yeah, decades. It's
0: I, like, I can't decade. get my head around the, the effect it's going to have on TV and film, like, because it's going to be long-lasting. Yeah. In ways that, I think it's mad kids aren't even having their exams. Like, that's
1: madness. I know. Being a teenager right now would fucking rule, though because not only are you not going to die, like, you just, you just, your exams are put off, school's out, like, Yeah, fuck.
0: my little brother just had his GCSEs cancelled, which is, uh, he's also quite sad, because he's been putting so much fucking effort into it,
1: and he's <laughs> oh, just like, no. he's like, oh,
0: are you kidding me? And like, oh, poor Isaac. Yeah, Isaac's, uh, not happy with that at all, but so it,
1: yeah. But also, like, surely he's just at home, like playing games
0: and stuff. He's actually genuinely. I think everyone at his school is like, like, like playground chat are just like terrified by this by the coronavirus. They're like really scared oh, and worried oh. about it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of lot of young youngsters out there who are quite worried, and it's like, yeah, you're not going to get it. Really, you're going to carry it and give it to someone.
1: <laughs> you little murderous murderers in waiting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh god um so the kimi um moment shooting Alex. so we learn kimi is like a mercenary right who like is paid a lot of money to 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 do some pretty dreadful things um it leads to the greatest lost moment ever um or one of when ben just like goes boom into a secret lair and then into a secret room in his secret lair and then does god knows what in like this tomb hieroglyphs um and then comes out and then boom Smokey arrives like a bloody freight train in in in, (laughs) in, others in othersville i love it i just love it so much (laughs) it's the most ridiculous scene
1: yeah, I like that. Ben's just like you know, he gets all the all the fellas
0: safe though, doesn't he? Like he does you know, Sawyer and everyone. He's just
1: like, you guys go that way. You've got time, and it's like, ah, oh, I respect that. <laughs> I love so, I love how
0: Locke still manages to go. You told me you didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, this is not important right now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing in there?
1: Okay, listen to me very carefully. I need all of you to do exactly as I say. In a minute, we have to run from this house as fast as we can. At that moment, when I give the order, I want you to head straight for the tree line. You mean towards the guys with guns? No. We want to be as far away from them as possible.
0: Definitely my favourite Smokey appearance.
1: Yeah, my favourite to date for sure.
0: Yeah. I do like the one with um, Juliet and Kate and the sonic fence. I do like that one quite a bit. Mm. Um, Oh, Smokey. Um... And then he just like absolutely murks the mercenary crew, doesn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean Kimi, you know, came in like a wrecking
0: ball. Yeah, and now he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Kimi's dead? Yeah. My money would be on yeah Kimi being dead. Um. So Lepidus, how does he factor into all of this? Do you think? Because obviously the heli he Kimi was ordering him to fire up the helicopter. Few weeks back, who oh,
1: Frankie boy? So yeah,
0: how do you reckon Frank factors into this?
1: I don't know. I imagine Frank doesn't know what's going on, really. He's just kind of being used. So he must be out of there, though.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard. Though. I am just wondering because Frank's got to be in the mix somewhere because the the helicopter left and he's the only one who can fly it. Um, Where's the helicopter? I I. Do we
1: know? Do we see him in this episode? No, we no.
0: don't. But we, we 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 they got to the island via the helicopter. So um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So he must be. I don't know where he is. Maybe he's gone to see the guys on the beach to go get them. But hey. well Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Who knows? Uh, flash forwards. So these flash forwards are set in uh, October two thousand and five, which is uh, one year and one month after Oceanic Flight Fifteen crashed. Now. Ben doesn't know what year it is. Uh, as, as he, when he arrives at the hotel, he's like, what's the date? And the year? <laughs> and she's like, um. Uh, but he, later on when he meets Saeed, he tells him that he used the Elizabeth to get off the island, which is the boat that Libby gave Desmond, right? Right. Do you believe this? <laughs>
1: uh Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Even
0: though he he when we first see him he's like in the middle of the Sahara. Actually, desert.
1: no no i don't believe this okay right <laughs> i'll take that back um because i know he's in the Sahara desert but sure he's probably just used whatever method he normally uses to get off the island doesn't he because mm. he's always on and off
0: that thing it's true i i'm just gonna point out a few facts here okay okay um you know the, the crew he, he who run into him in, on horseback in the desert? Yeah. One of them says, um, where did this guy come from? Down from the sky? Uh, because there's no trails. There's no tracks. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, he's got a wounded right arm. He has cold air emanating from his mouth, and he's wearing a Darm Parker with a logo we've not yet seen and the name Edgar Halliwax on it. What the fuck is going on?
1: um I uh, don't really know <laughs> I imagine I yeah my first thought was oh he's probably fallen from a plane or something okay but then he doesn't have a parachute or anything he does have a broken arm so I imagine
0: he vomits a few seconds after he wakes up
1: so is he just unable to die
0: and he got pushed out of a plane or something interesting just work food food for thought food for thought But this is this scene. I think that Damon has actually said it's proof that they do know what's going to happen because there is a scene later at a later episode that kind of explains everything here. Um,
1: Okay. All will become
0: clear, mate. All will become clear. Um, Great, great first, probably the best first flash forward slash flashback of an episode ever. Just that him in the desert and then he's like got his arm wounded, he's got his coat on, he's like, oh my God. And then he kind of stitched his arm up. and These guys come out of nowhere. And then he just like shoots them all dead and rides off in horseback.
1: <laughs> yeah. It sets the tone for the episode though, doesn't it? Because like suddenly Ben's basically John Wick. Um, and you know, there's a lot of gun action in this episode. It is like, it's a big action. F- it's basically an action episode, isn't it? It just, is. Everything's just like uh,
0: pedal to the metal. It's uh, Ben Wick. Yeah. Ben Wick. Ben wick. which kind of <laughs> makes sense because, because of the name on the Edgar Halley wax wax wick, very similar. Who else, yeah. who else is a surname that could link to that?
1: I don't know.
0: Dr. Marvin what? candle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, very good. I'm just saying, very good. This all could, could be linked in. Um, so, uh, another thing that to note is he's parading around as Dean Moriarty. Uh, so he checks that He's a preferred guest at the hotel under the name Dean Moriarty. Uh, now, we've seen this name before. This matches the passport we saw um, Saeed find in his uh, secret room. Uh, one of the passports, it says Dean Moriarty. Uh, but it's also, and I noted back then, it's the name of a character in On the Road, the Jack Kerouac book oh really yeah um like one of the central characters uh, which is cool when i said it before and i said again i read it off the back of that um (laughs) nerd nerd um
1: mate you have so much time now that you could definitely go and make sure you've read all the books
0: lost references that's not a bad idea to be honest one of the next things i'm about to say i actually am starting these now but there's also moriarty is a quite obviously a reference to sherlock holmes right Yes, and Moriarty in Sherlock Holmes Moriarty at one stage makes a surprise visit to Holmes um, in his like place of residence about the fact that they're chasing one another and it's very similar to the final scene ah. um, I've got the whole Sherlock Holmes collection for Christmas so I might tear through them until this right. virus thing passes over
1: um, So who's Sherlock and who's Moriarty? Well Moriarty
0: would be Ben I presume and Sherlock would, would be Widmore maybe trying to find the island or whatever I don't know
1: yeah, um, but then Charles Whitmore doesn't seem like a very good man. No, but I
0: guess, I guess they're, they're not. They weren't too reliant on the literary uh comparison. No, <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't know. Emerson has a lot to do in this episode, as well as the fight scenes and horse riding. He's got to speak in many foreign languages and obviously played a piano. Man of many skills, Michael Emerson.
1: Absolutely, and then
0: Zelichko Ivanek won on the Emmy. You kidding me? <laughs> Talking about damages, it's, a, it's causing damage here. Um, Saeed, in this episode, we learn how Saeed came to work for Ben Linus. Do you want to talk to us a bit about that?
1: So he he was on the on the search for Nadia, wasn't he? He was um, for for a number watch amount of years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then found her, married her, and then she died. Yeah, She got assassinated.
0: She got, um, yeah, we, we don't know exactly what happened, but but a guy who Ben claims killed her um, was seen in a car driving away from the scene of the crime in Los Angeles. So, yes. And he's at a funeral. And then Saeed's at the funeral. He sees on the TV that Saeed's, in Tikrit Iraq and he makes his way there conveniently with a massive camera and then Saeed spots him on the rooftop thinking he's like a, a, a pap and then he's like hold on you're not a pap you're Ben Linus and uh he starts spinning a, a yarn well maybe not a yarn but he starts telling him about how uh you know people are in danger and Widmore. more He's got his associates and his men and one of them is respons- responsible for Nadia's death. And then Saeed, before you know it, kills the guy. And then Ben ma- manipulates him, doesn't he, into fighting for his cause, essentially. Yeah. Because he says... Essentially, yeah. Because he shoots the guy like loads of times. Could be like 15 times. I don't actually know if I've got that one marked down. <laughs> but Ben's like... Saeed's like, who's next? And then Ben's, uh, Ben says, don't let your um, your grief turn into anger. I know. I'm speaking from experience. So like He's obviously referring to Alex there, right? Yeah. Uh, but then Saeed's like, no, I want to do it. And then as Ben walks away, he does a little smile. As if to go, yeah, wanted you the whole time.
1: Yeah. And that's how we end up with Saeed killing businessmen in Germany.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, on the hunt in Germany. On the hunt in in Germany, in his in his uh, Said espionage spinoff. Um, <laughs> these are good episodes. These are good uh, scenes. These they're very good, and um, yeah, I don't know. And anyway, the final scene is huge. Actually, um, the two forces who have been talking about each other finally come face to face. And there's a big old hint that, you know, their history is long and and confused and very, very important to the history of the show. Have you come here to kill me, Benjamin?
1: We both know I can't do that. Then why are you here? I'm here, Charles, because you murdered my daughter stand there looking at me with those horrible eyes of yours
0: and lay the blame for the death of that poor girl on me when we both know very well I didn't murder her at all, Benjamin. You did.
1: No, that's not true. Yes, Benjamin, it is. You creep into my bedroom in the dead of night like a rat.
0: But have the audacity to pretend that you're the victim. I know who you are, boy, what you are.
1: I know that everything you have you took from me. So once again, I
0: ask you, why are you here? Also we've made these, these two one of two scenes to feature footage filmed outside of Hawaii. Lost came to London for this episode.
1: Yeah, you said this while we were watching, didn't
0: you? Yeah, Lost came, Lost to, came to, London. to London. The reason why is because Alan Dale, who plays Charles Widmore was in a play here um and they needed him for these scenes. Uh, ah. so I'm going to I'm going to give you a bit of exciting information. So Please. Michael Emerson came and had a scene with Alan Dale and it's probably a good bet uh, to assume that the next scene shown from London um and i'll say this it's it's very much more noticeably london does happen in season 4 and probably does involve widmore but it also involves another character who isn't ben
1: oh shit that's exciting did you uh, did you
0: try and uh, meet them all. when you when you knew they were film? did you know they were filming in london and so and tr- the scene where it's like in like a london street at night where ben goes into the hotel or, or the other or place of residence. Um, just off screen is me being held back by security because I was showed up. <laughs> I'm joking. I uh, I didn't go. I think.
1: Have you been to that hotel
0: since? I actually haven't. But should we find out where I tell it is and, and try and do an episode from there?
1: I think we should definitely go. Um, yeah. Well, we can't can't at the
0: moment. But <laughs> at some stage. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> bloody can't go bloody anywhere at the moment.
1: We should definitely we should find all the lost locations that filmed in England. Well, there was two, and then just.
0: Okay, two. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I'm going to throw it out there we have probably been there at a stage in our life.
1: Which was the first one? What?
0: No, the second one. Oh, second one.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. is it going to be like Leicester Square or something? It's
0: not. It's the it's the M&M store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't I, I don't know um if you've been there but I you probably would have walked through it. It's not like um Ooh. Yeah, anyway. Interesting. Um So this is a huge scene as well because it brings, it it makes you very worried about the well being of a character. Penny. Penny. Now this is a great way of bringing Desmond into the fold really. And especially with, with these two characters, Ben and Desmond haven't really had much cause to collide before. Yeah. Um, I love it because you're there when Ben's up there in the hotel, in the, in the penthouse, and he's speaking to Widmore, who's drinking a McCutcheon whiskey next to his bed. Of course he is. And they're talking about changing the rules and about, you know, I don't know, just just ridiculous things. And then he says, I'm here to tell you I'm here to, I'm going to kill your daughter. It's like a bit of a bombshell moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it sets up the the moment Desmond and Ben collide in the very distant future. Mm. It's going to be huge.
0: Yeah, it just—it just—it's a good way of bringing two very disparate characters together. I think very, very good. Um, yeah. And the other thing worth uh, mentioning is how um, Widmore says the iron is mine, and it will be again. Yeah. And then Ben says, "Well, I guess this, I guess the search is on for both of us. So this means that Ben doesn't really know how to get back to the island right now. It suggests that.
1: Does it?
0: What do you think? He says, the hunt is on for both of us.
1: Well, I thought he meant that the hunt's on for him to find Penny. It's a killer.
0: Ah, okay. I, I take it to mean he's the hunt is on to find the island.
1: Okay. No, I, I didn't think... I thought he meant, yeah, Penny going after her again.
0: Interesting it's... shit, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... It's a good point we... you make, actually.
0: It could be that. I, 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 I always took it to it the other way.
1: No, interesting. I mean, so... Because after we watched this episode together, while the world was still free in the before times, BC, BC, very good. Uh, yeah. we, we we watched this episode together, and then we went to the pub, didn't we? We did, was, yeah, for, for Saf's birthday for ShepFest. ShepFest, um, and we were we were talking about this with Sophie, I think, and we were saying about how. The, this final scene very much i think cuz we i watched it recently and it was in it was in Jason and the Argonauts and there's the 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 gods zeus and all them lot kind of playing their little pawn pieces um and they're, they the you know they're all kind of up against zeus against athena mm. um and this kind of i don't know what, i think because we've seen all this like egyptian stuff we've made out to be like you know very freaky all these kind of weird Things happening all these almost like godlike things happening and so it it really made me think of that and how potentially you know this is like for them to have rules and stuff it does feel like a big game they're playing Mm -hmm. but like what game for how long you know if they're playing with the island and there's like a smoke monster and all this random stuff like and and then they've got you know, all these people who seem to be pawns mm. in this game. I mean, even the episode begins with, you know, like, well, it doesn't begin straight away, but it's got them playing chess, mm. like curly and stuff. Risk. Yeah, yeah, all heavily hints at kind of these two beings with a long history kind of colliding in this way.
0: So, And what, you think the survivors of 815 are just kind of pawns who... who to shake it up, like, do you think that's to do with why they're there or what? What? What's your view there? Yeah? yeah,
1: I think, I think there must be, they must have a purpose for being there. Um, or are they
0: people who just crushed there by coincidence and then they just, and just got embroiled in this thing that they were just, was much bigger than them?
1: No, I think, I think these two, I still, I also th- would say that I don't think we're like at the top, of the ladder yet with Ben and with Maud? Like, I think there's going to be... I mean, we've, we've heard about Jacob before. Um, I think there's going to be something there. You know, there's going to be some some higher power even to them who is kind of in charge.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, the fact now that... Now the chips are down and on, on the island, I mean, and <clears throat> uh, the next step is to find Jacob... That, you know, and that's why Ben and Locke want to bring Hurley because Hurley is the only one who knows where Jacob is at the moment. Um, so it's a sh- you know, that's a good assumption, especially because you've been hearing about this Jacob character for a long time now,
1: yeah. And he's got his lists,
0: he's got his lists, <laughs> and so he knows what to do, apparently, and all of this stuff. And it's like, well, he seems like a guy you'd kind of want to see at this moment in time, right?
1: Yeah. I would, I don't know if we'll see him before the season's out. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to save him for, or maybe we'll see him, and that'll be the cliffhanger of this season. Will be, you know, the reveal of Jacob.
0: What do you do if it's just me? <laughs> and I was in. I, and I was in lost.
1: I. Uh, I would hope we would have more followers.
0: <laughs> if it was you. Fair enough. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, Did you know that this is the first episode since Eggtown, which is episode four, to feature Hurley saying "dude"? I
1: I didn't know that. Wow! Do you know
0: what? It's the longest in the history of the show—the longest hiatus between episodes. That you, you said it, and it's a four-episode wait, which is a number watch.
1: Number watch.
0: Um, <laughs> During Risk, after invading Siberia, Sawyer rolls 6, 6, and a 3. What's that add up to, Jack? 15. What is that?
1: A number watch.
0: <laughs>
1: Even from afar, it's still it's funny. It's still funny. It's <laughs> never
0: going to be not funny. The panic code that Alex uh, types in security fence is 1623. You were right. You called it. Very That's good. A double job. number watch. It's a double number watch. This is a good week for number watches, I've got to say. I like all of these. They're just really good ones. Um, ben says when he arrives in London at that place of residence, he's going to see Mr. and Mrs. Kendrick in 4E. Or well, 4 is a number watch. 4 is a number watch.
1: Is he a letter watch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> Kimi says he's going to count down from 10 and when he reaches zero, he's going to pop a bullet in Alex's head, which he does. But he stops at the number eight. Oh, that's a number watch. Very morbid number number. watch. And in a bit of an out there one, this episode I ranked as number eight of all time. Lost history. Wow. The eighth best episode.
1: And you, you've you missed however many Sawyer, how many years Saeed was searching for Nadia. I
0: know. And how many gunshots he put into the guy. Like how many times he clicked the gun, you know. He clicked it so many times. Um, do you want to know what I wrote for this episode when I wrote the little stanza for The Independent? I called, sure. I called it a gem of an episode that boasts everything required to make Lost the most watchable show on television. It's got action. It's got mystery. It's got heartbreak. It's got razor-sharp dialogue and... Also, the greatest smoke monster appearance ever, as Ben summons him to take out Widmore's mercenary crew. A tornado of an episode, that's what I call this. <laughs> and the mystery I'm talking about kind of pertains to the beach. Do you remember what happened on the beach? It's, hard to, it's, it's probably hard to remember because a lot goes on, but there's some really good beach stuff here.
1: I, I, I really can't remember.
0: You're going to remember when I tell you. So, a body washes up on shore. Oh, yeah. And it's the doctor on the boat. You remember the doctor that sees uh, Desmond and flashes the light in his eyes and all that? Yeah, I do. Dr. Ray.
1: Oh, and fucking, what's his name? Uh, Faraday. Yeah, Faraday,
0: that's the one. He's like, that's our doctor. And you said to me, wait, when did he die? And I was like, well, we haven't seen him die. He's just washed up on shore. (coughs) So then it's a good idea that they can do some Morse code to connect to the boat. Uh, Because the the phone isn't working. And
1: Bernie knows Moscow. And
0: Bernie, here we go. Now it's clicking in.
1: Yeah, it's all coming back It's all coming
0: back. Bernie, Jack calls upon your boy, mate. (laughs) Bernie is getting some good looking this season, actually, suddenly. And dare I say, I'm watching Buffy, but also Angel. And Bernie is a villain in Angel. And it's really throwing me off whoa that's weird he's a villain man and it's really throwing me off i can't even imagine that <laughs> i don't like it if you see me now i'm shaking my head in disgust it's not good <laughs> um so the morse code is set up and everything and and daniel goes "Yep, yeah, they say uh yep yeah, everything's fine they're gonna be back on the uh Everything, you know, the helicopter, or whatever. Sorry, Desmond, your friends are fine. Um and then Jack's like Bernie. Penny job. And what does Bernie say? Do you remember? I no. Okay. I, lo- I, I Tell just, me. I love so much. Bernie says he says the doctor is fine. What are you talking about? Oh now what is going on?
1: What is going on? Timey whimy stuff. Timey wimey stuff. So do you reckon it's a fair
0: bet we might see the doctor die soon? I think that would be a fair bet, certainly. So the doctor, his body washes up on shore, but he actually hasn't been killed yet. Makes no sense. Fucking great. I love it. Um, Jack is not very well. He's got corona. (laughs) Inappropriate. (laughs) Inappropriate. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, (laughs) Kate's not social distancing, so...
0: Well, true. That's absolutely true. She's giving it to him. Uh, she actually says to him, at one point, you look terrible. And he says, thanks. Uh, which is the very same exchange that they have in Through the Looking Glass, the flash forward. Whoa. I know. Um, but yeah, he's not very well. And I think it's really good when this is all happening because you can tell each episode is just chipping away at him. The fact that they aren't, they clearly aren't there to save them. And here he says, were you ever going to take us off this island? Faraday's like, no. And then something goes on and Jack's like, really unwell he doesn't look good Jack's in danger what's going to happen? He'll be fine something's up well I mean yeah you know he's fine ultimately but something's up with him and you can just tell it's all hurtling to something bad and it's all very exciting
1: it is exciting
0: I love those scenes the beach scenes here less is more of them I think right now yeah yeah
1: Yeah, because there's not like mm, there's not it's not it's not like high stakes drama like the rest of it is it? You know, when you've got mercenaries killing people's daughters and stuff, it kind of feels a bit lower stakes. But the introduction of the doctor, you know, the dead dog, but that then again, that makes it more interesting, like what's going on on the boat, on the
0: freighter, right? right. Than what's happening on the actual island. Exactly. Um, I mean, his neck was slit. It's like pretty gruesome death, whatever happens to him. Yeah. Um, but I love the timey-wimey stuff. So I kind of love that whole, oh, he's dead. Wait, he's fine. What? I just think it's really cool and fun. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good. Heroes
1: and villains of the week. Hit me. Oh, it's hard. Um, villain would be Kimi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think pretty obviously. <laughs> I have to both agree with that one. Yeah. That There's not really... Martin Christopher Kimi is the villain of the week. Hero yeah. for me has to be Sawyer. Yeah. He's very protective of Claire and of Hurley and and everyone.
1: Yeah, there's not there's not really much debate there either. You know, he just is he's pure hero. He's That's a pure like hero. heroic move, isn't it? He's a pure fucking
0: hero. He's literally he's like dodging the bullets by like the fences, the small picket fences and the swing set and everything, and he it's great. The tables like the, the, the wooden table, he just like holds it up and shields him from the b- bullets.
1: I do think though this could be our one week to award Hero of the Week to Smokey.
0: Yeah, should we do
1: it? <laughs> I think you're I right. Think, I think you know he comes to the rescue. He just he does the job, and I don't think we'll be able to give it to him again. But I imagine Sawyer will have heroic stuff, and I think we've given it to him before. So Jack, I've never my Hero loved you more
0: <laughs> than I do right now. <laughs> that is the, you. My work here is done essentially.
1: <laughs> very
0: proud of you. Um, really, really good episode. This, yes, um, yeah, very good, and also good podcast considering we're not together. I think we've done all right. Well. I'll, I won't speak too soon in case this all deletes afterwards, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: am going to click the wrong button after this. I don't really know how the app
0: works. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. Um, what's your predictions for the coming weeks?
1: I think next week will either be a Claire or Locke episode. Okay. We're going to follow one of them. Okay. I think I think maybe... I think. We've got Locke on a different trajectory with Sawyer and Hurley. So I think they're going to go do something. So Locke is with Hurley and Ben. Oh, he's with Locke and Ben. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sawyer's with Claire. Claire and Miles and Aaron,
1: yeah. Okay. So I think, I imagine what's going to happen is Claire's going to somehow die and Sawyer's going to be unable to save her. But he's going to look after Aaron, take Aaron to Kate, who will then take him off the island. And Sawyer's going to be like, I can't leave someone else behind and we'll charge back into the island, heroically.
0: Heroically, fair enough. That's... <laughs> <laughs> what i say is the Miles stuff, like there's some really... He, he starts acting weird with Claire ever since the, um, the, the house is bazookered. At one point, she says, like... Um, are we all alive or something? He's like, I wouldn't be so sure about that. And then he's like really keen to stay with Sawyer and uh, to stay with Sawyer and Claire. And obviously he's like a bit of a ghostbuster, isn't he?
1: So, so you're saying Claire's already dead. Well, I'm just saying, uh, I've, I noticed
0: me. immediately there was something. And then I remember the, uh like the fans were saying something like, Miles is acting very weird around Claire right now as well. Um, so just keep an eye on them two, I would. Interesting. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. I was going to interview Emily DeRaven. This week and it's all been
1: cancelled because of Corona. Uh, you know, I was going to interview Damon last
0: week. It's all cancelled because of Corona.
1: Well, they were doing it for the hunt, and then all the interviews basically just got pushed around Gosh. because they couldn't um, fit everyone in, and they they, they were they were going to do like more international press, and then just cut it all because I think because all this stuff was on the edge. I mean, I've had like nearly all my phone interviews yeah, cut recently. All my stuff's been cancelled. It's been very. All the annoying. films been
0: cancelled, but you can actually watch the hunt now online, kind on digital. Um, sixteen quid in the UK.
1: Yeah, you can. Have you watched it yet?
0: If you want to, uh, yeah. Oh, you don't like yeah, it? Yeah, I've
1: seen it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it as much as other people. Um, like I know some people really disliked it. Yeah, including the Independent, where I saw one star. Oh included. yeah, I
0: did see that as well. Yeah, I didn't write Fair. that. I didn't like that.
1: Much. No, I know you didn't. But that that was like particularly brutal. I wouldn't. Agree. I don't don't agree with that. I think like for me it was like three star, like fun. It's very much like if you watched it now, it kind of, I think it it's just a bit of fun, you know. It's only an hour and twenty. It's very action packed. I don't um, know. I want to spend
0: sixteen quid on that at home.
1: Yeah, sixteen quid's quite a bit for
0: it. I think I might watch Invisible Man.
1: Invisible Man's great. Yeah, I missed the really
0: screening good. of that. I um also just want to like kind of like extend wishes to any of our listeners who might be uh, affected by coronavirus like genuinely speaking i know jokes through it but like we're just trying to keep spirits high aren't we jack
1: yeah i think it's uh, you know it's a bleak situation unfortunately and you know anyone who is affected by it is it feels like hopefully the world is in it together
0: in the fight back yeah for, um I just want everyone to listen to the advice that's being given because the quicker they do, the quicker this thing, less people will die, quicker it will prevent the spread, and quicker we can all just get back to normal and keep. You know, and I think everything's going to have a bit of an adverse effect on people mentally this year because you know they're not going to have their holidays that they've been working hard to like afford and stuff, and yeah, you know,
1: I mean, people are already losing their jobs, people losing their
0: jobs, and it's it's just. It's just a really, really crazy, sad situation that, um, yeah, everyone just to just bouncing. And I saw the, um, the Lost Con, which was, they were having their, um, we have to go back event in Hawaii in May has been cancelled. So I'm really sorry to everyone who's organising that. So that must have been, must be a real, real shame. Yeah, um, well... Me and you—we're
1: trapped inside now, so we can blitz through a few podcasts, can't we? We can
0: actually do that. I also think we should talk about—you know—wait, um, uh, uh, I'm going to type it in here. We can—we can edit this because we've been told we should do this. Uh, for anyone who wants to donate, uh, Joe Garfin, who is a really good uh, lost uh, writer and fan, who I used to follow back in the day religiously when she wrote articles about each episode um she now runs charity cancer gets lost cancer get lost and uh we tweeted about it recently um but everyone you should definitely definitely donate and joe organized some really good auctions of memorabilia of props uh that even actors from the show donate to the cause and i know joe is going to be at the get lost thing as well and she went at the um we have to go back lost con thing this year but she can't be there obviously because of what's going on in the world um but definitely don't let that deter anyone from donating you should definitely have a look on the website and her twitter and whatnot yeah it's really good it's really good stuff really really good stuff lost fans man lost fans the best i honestly think it and a lot of people have met me going we're going to start lost now because they've got they can't go out (laughs) and i said to saf on my birthday i said can we maybe watch last she's like yeah fine sure whatever your birthday i said what and then watch it the next oh no just watch one episode on your birthday I was like, "Oh, okay (laughs) okay well maybe not then (laughs) (laughs) um jack miss you mate yes miss you too i think i don't really know what we're gonna do with the next episode because i really would like to watch them with you but i we'll sort something out because we don't want people waiting i guess
1: Maybe we'll have to do this for it.
0: I don't mind watching the next one with like view live stream link or whatever.
1: Yeah, we'll find a way. We'll find a way for the fans. And who knows, maybe we'll do something interactive with everyone. <laughs>
0: I think we should do that as well. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, maybe we're going to do a little Lost Watch Along, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Keep an eye on At Lost Boys Pod, our Twitter. Um, even if you don't have Twitter, just just go on there and have a check.
0: <laughs> maybe we should do the next episode, a little live watch. That's a that's an exciting prospect.
1: That is an exciting prospect, and it's a good
0: one to do it for. I'd say as well. We will do a live tweet of th- tweet along. Yeah, man. Maybe we should do that. Anyway, food for thought uh, in this in this ever changing landscape. But everyone, keep safe. Uh, keep watching Lost. I'm Jacob Stoworthy. You can find me. <laughs> <and> Jake... <laughs> Isolation Jacob underscore (laughs) Jacob underscore Stull Jack Shepard Where can they Find you
1: You can find me At Jack J Shepard On social media
0: And what about The Lost Boys On social media
1: And you can find At Lost Boys Pod Follow along Tweet at us Tell us How far you are Into your watch Tell your friends To listen along To you know They've all got time now Everyone's got a bit Of time now
0: Everyone's got time (laughs) everyone's got time jack stay safe out there mate yeah you too i will and I'll, yeah i mean i'll probably just speak to you the minute we press uh stop on this recording but yeah
1: go on go on sign us off
0: uh just if this stay is the stay sh- safe if this you is the shape inside. of things to come and i'm talking about loss if this shape of things to come jack i would be very excited about what comes
1: next <laughs> i'm excited Come on,
0: that island's mine
1: benjamin It always was. It will be again. But she'll never find it. Then I suppose the hunt is on for both of us. I suppose it is. Sleep tight, Charles.